Hi, my name is Kevin McQuillan, and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. And a very good morning to you. Day three of your yoga teacher training. For some of you, it's day 10. Yeah, yeah, that looks as it all, doesn't it? <laughs> day 10 for some of you. Running two programs at the same time. Woo, lots going on. And so think about where you are, which day you are in. Soon this will be over, even though, if it doesn't, even though it doesn't feel that way perhaps. At some point soon this will be over. And to continue to position yourself properly in this program, to get closer to what you say you want, that will not just randomly happen. You have to continuously choose it and position yourself in the program. And the program, not yours. Hmm, that's different. You'll try and do your program. Well, I'll do this or I'll do that. I don't like this Korea. I don't like that posture and these kinds of things. Want to notice what you're practicing when you make those decisions. You choose to be you and you choose to stay the same. That's one of the problems you have. Your commitment to staying the same. And so today, the theme is be curious about who you are and how you're so committed to saying the same. And also the part of you that is pulling you towards something better. So yesterday was about being real. Remember that theme? What a day it was. You got to something last night that was very meaningful to you. It seemed that way to me. A problem that's been around in your life for quite some time many years. That's how I heard it. And today to be curious about this very issue that you spoke about last night was such great vulnerability and emotion and realness. The opposite of being curious is something like being the know-it-all. Ah. No, thank you. I already know enough. And there's arrogance attached to that as we put our hand up. No, thank you. You have nothing for me. You have nothing to offer me. So get lost. <laughs> we can have some stiff messages, not only to ourselves. We practiced that last night and to other people as well. So I'm gonna walk you through some distinctions around being the know-it-all, the arrogance that's attached to that and be curious and some distinctions that support being curious, which is a key distinction of being a student. You've got to be curious. So up on the board, top board, two boards for you this morning. You are insufficient and you know it. That's a t stiff, stiff perspective. You're insufficient and you know it. You can see this within the problem that you have in your life that you spoke about last night. You haven't quite figured that issue out quite yet. Not in a way that you can feel content in that experience. I'm not saying you haven't done anything around it and worked on it. You have, obviously. But it's also tormenting you. It has been for quite some time. And left to your own devices, it'll perpetuate, get stronger and deepen. 
And so there'll be more attention on it, not less. You also know you could be better, but choose not to. And you know that for sure in this experience. That's why you're speaking about it. Like last night, the problem you identified in your life, it's been hanging around for quite some time. You know that you could be better in this area of your life. And choose not to because part of you doesn't want to. I don't want to. I've got this thing. I'm right about it. I can blame a bunch of people. And the payoff is you get to be you. You stay the same while demanding typically other people change. Or you don't know how to. And that's true too. You don't quite know how to resolve this issue that's been around for quite some time. And fair enough. Both are true. What supports conflict and chaos is a fixed mindset. Prolonged chaos. What supports that is a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset. Talent and abilities are largely fixed and predetermined. You are fixed and you are predetermined. Those that you're in a relationship are fixed and predetermined, meaning they'll never change. <sighs> Not much life in that perspective. And it leads to saying things like, well, this is how it is. Things will never change. Here we go again. <laughs> it is what it is. Yes. The view is permanent. It's permanent. It is fixed. Nothing's going to change. No matter what we attempt. Which may lead to resignation and often does. You become resigned. And that's also a difficult concept to hold. That there's a part of you, how much of you who knows, you know, that you're resigned into this experience that you're in because it's been around so long. There's a part of you that's given up. A fixed mindset is often supported by arrogance. I know enough and I'm right. I know enough about the situation. I know enough about these people, this experience, and I'm right about it. And what I'm right about is I know more than them and nothing is going to change. Strengthened by resignation, that's a part of you that's given up. That's the fixed mindset. Nothing's going to change. That's resignation. So why bother? Why bother with this? It's too much of a bother. Let me try and avoid and ignore it, which often does not go well. An example of resignation is something like this. Telling the truth is unsafe. And you believe that in some manner. Telling the truth is unsafe. You have loads of evidence why that's true, that telling the truth is unsafe because you've attempted in the past and didn't go very well. It led into more chaos or an outcome that you did not like nor appreciate. And so that there is that perspective, telling the truth, don't do it. You may lose what you have. Don't take that risk, settle. 
You're better to have some of this than none of this. That's how we can stay in places that aren't good for us. Another example, another perspective, I do not deserve fill in the blank. I don't deserve respect. I don't deserve care. I don't deserve love. I don't deserve, I don't deserve, I don't deserve. And that is a common perspective that we have. I do not deserve. And they can compound and work off of each other, these fixed mindsets that we have. And they box us in. And it bleeds us of curiosity, absolutely. Leads us of hope. And hopelessness and despair is a very challenging place to exist. I haven't seen anybody do well down in those depths of the human experience. Hopelessness and despair. I'll share with you two fixed mindsets that I have that work off of each other that have a way of tormenting me. (laughs) That have been kicking around for some time. One of which is something like this. What you have will soon be lost. And you do not deserve good things. Those are two fixed mindsets that I have that play off each other, that strengthen each other, that lead me into feeling unsafe, that I have to cling on to what I have and protect it. Because soon it will be lost because I don't deserve to have good things in my life. I don't deserve to have good people in my life. I don't have, I don't deserve the love, the affection, the nurturing, the abundance. I don't deserve those things. That's a long standing mindset fixed mindset that I have. And I have many examples where things have been taken from me. I've seen that many times over, things taken from people and how devastating the loss is. Whether it is an item, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a life, it's very difficult. And if I'm not careful, these fixed nine mindsets will lead me, to, lead me to places that I don't want to be, nor will I get out of. And the sacrifice will be everything that I have, including my life. And that's easy. It seems to me that's one of the reasons why we can be tentative in this world, because we know inherently how delicate it is not only ourselves, but life itself, how delicate it is. And knowing that how we can hold on to what we have and protect ourselves and protect what we have and keep our world pretty small. But that protection, that holding, that clinging, that defense is the very thing that weakens us. And the outcome is we become fragmented and devastated. And the attempt in yoga is to keep ourselves together in some way. To consciously move things out of us, cut things away that lead us into being fragmented so we can stay together. To withstand the pressures of ourselves for sure, the way in which the mind works, but then also the pressures and influence that comes through relationships in the world. And so these fixed mindsets can be troublesome. And you have many of them. 
And a couple outcomes they lead us to is we become tough, thick-skinned, leathery, <laughs> or the opposite, meek and timid. Those are like extremes when it comes to fixed mindsets. One will toughen up. Uh -huh. And I got to withstand, <laughs> not let people in, and fight. Or the opposite. Meek and timid, like the bunny. And so my question for you is which extreme is more prevalent, more fitting for you? Are you more meek and timid or tough? Be great to hear from you because you know, you absolutely know which one. It shifts and changes. One is more prevalent. I'm going to start here. How's it about for you? Tough, tough, timid, tough, tough, timid. Okay, coming back to you. <laughs> tough, timid, timid, meek and timid. Okay, thank you so much. Good to know. What do you got? Is that right? Okay, timid. Very good. Interesting question. You don't like it? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you want to know. You want to know how you show up in the world. Is this all the time? Of course not. But at times, absolutely. And people know you this way and relate to you this way. which can fragment our relationships. And so I have a second question for you that maybe some of you can come up with. Whether you're tough or timid. I like that, T words, tough or timid, it's pretty good. Can you get a sense of the, a fixed mindset that leads you to that outcome? What's a fixed mindset that leads you to that outcome, being timid or tough? Anybody got something to say about that? Yeah, Mary, what do you got? I'm a fuck up. I'm a fuck up. Okay. So you got to toughen up. Very good. Thank you for that. It's a striking perspective. Yeah, it's got some spice. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I'm attack. You're under attack. Very good. Yeah, so you got to toughen up, withstand the attacks. Very good. Who else? Any fixed mindset? Thank you. Okay, not good enough, do better. Yep. Do better, be better. Yep. Gotta be tough. Don't be weak. Very good. Thank you for that. Mm mm mm. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, so people are angry or mad at you. And so playing timid. Very good. Excellent. Sarah. Okay. Okay. Very good. And so if you play the timid role, maybe that will keep people around you. You can feel loved. Okay. And safe. Very good. Thank you for that. And so the thought here is, or the consideration here. 
is that fixed mindsets are leading to an outcome, leading you to an outcome that's fragmenting you and creating tension in your life. And listen, you have a lot of evidence to support this perspective. Obviously, otherwise you wouldn't have it. And at somewhere in your life, you adopted this perspective. You felt you needed to protect yourself. Fair enough. It served you greatly in your life in so many different ways. And you could say many of your strengths are attached to this fixed mindset and the outcome. And it's one of the reasons why you have chaos in your life. That's the consideration. That each of you identified a problem you had last night. And if you're tough within it, you will not solve that problem. If you're timid within it, you will not solve the problem. And that information is critical because it offers you a tremendous amount of utility. And what it presents to you is like, okay, okay. Huh. I'm the one that has to change. Damn it. (laughs) And it's very difficult for that to occur. But also an amazing undertaking. And to use your time here wisely to start creating counter perspectives that push against these fixed perspectives that you have, these fixed mindsets, there has to be a counter. So you're much more balanced. You have more choices. That's important. And that's what's next. A growth mindset. Human abilities, human abilities and talents are malleable skills that you can cultivate and strengthen at any time. Anytime. That anytime is the start point. That you can start anything at any time. That's a growth mindset. That if I spend some attention here, I can cultivate my abilities, my talents, make myself stronger, make things better for myself. That sounds intriguing. This starting point may lead to possibility. Ah, isn't that amazing? And who knows what that looks like? You know. You want to know for sure that if you were to solve this long-standing problem in your life, who would you be then? What would you have access to? That's the possibility. That's worth holding out for. And I can't imagine you'd view yourself. It's like, well, I just would rather stay the same. (laughs) Learn nothing through this experience. Everybody else changes. My life is easy. That's what I want. I can't imagine that to be true. That you're not getting something that you know you need in this situation. And to support a new growth mindset with humility to be humble, that you do not know much. You don't know yourself all that well and you certainly don't know those that you're in a relationship all that well. You convince yourself that you do. And so a component to humility is being aware of your own arrogance. 
A growth mindset is strengthened by curiosity. How to remain curious. Curious about yourself, who you are, where you're going, where you come from. The ability to be the same way for other people. An example, telling the truth is redemptive. If you start telling the truth, that's a great example of a growth mindset. It's curative and redemptive. And so I will tell the truth. And I'll risk everything. Who I know myself to be, the relationship in of itself, perhaps even my future. Because I know that's good for me to tell the truth. To shape it in a way that makes things better or at least have that intent. Whether that happens or not, who knows. Another example, I am deserving of something better than this. If I start to tell the truth in this experience, I'm deserving of something better. And you can gauge that by the truth that you tell and how often you do it. Which will be excruciating, skin crawling. And that is not just reserved for other people. It's how to tell the truth towards yourself and who you are being in this particular experience. And so the outcome is you're much more whole and much more sophisticated as a result of your efforts. That is a lot to take on. But you already know what you have, something that doesn't feel very good. It's been around for many, many years. You shared that last night. And there is an alternate possibility that you need to build out. And that view gives you something to pursue. Gives you something to move towards. Otherwise, you know what's waiting for you. Everything you already know. So there's a significant difference here between fixed and growth. Staying the same and or change. And we're always making those decisions. Always. And so let me ask you one more question before we move ourselves along into practice. If you think about your experience you spoke about last night and how that feels to you, how important it is, how, how important is this situation in your life? And how important, it, how important is it to change it? On a scale of one through 10, one low, 10 high, what's the level of importance you'd put on this particular experience? Meaning wanting it to change, wanting it to be different, better. What's the level of importance you'd put on it? One low, 10 high. Good to gauge it. You have a number for us? A 10. Thank you so much. 10. Okay. 10. 10. Thank you. 10. 8. 6. Six. What's a number? I can say a number, but it's also like, you know, what I talked about yesterday. I mean, somehow mm-hmm. I do feel it. Yeah, I don't want to because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, 
push that aside and focus on huh? focus on me and I, I do have these like feelings like a little bit uh, fair enough yeah those aren't going to go anywhere either you know, but in terms of the importance of this situation, the influence it has on your life, what would you say? One low, ten high. Eight. Eight. Thank you so much. Eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm realizing. Mm-hmm. It's not just this situation. Mm -hmm. Good that you can realize that. Great. Excellent that you can see that. This specific situation, I could move on and work on myself, but outlook is carrying over to everything else I do. Okay, 10. Thank you for that. What do you got for us? You want to say to him? <laughs> I think that's put a lot of strategies in my head that have made me think about it. Well said. Yeah, the strategies and fixed mindsets will minimize. Okay, good to see that. So the attempt here is to pick one problem that you have, just one to focus in on. You have many. How do you know that you're a human being? And if you can see yourself in one, you'll see yourself in many more. Who you are in this one situation is not reserved solely for this experience. It is you everywhere. And Karen, you're speaking to that, which is great. And you want to see that. We cannot hold ourselves to one issue because it's us. And wherever we go, it's like, hey. And I'm not saying that you are just this. Of course you're not. But you carry it with you, absolutely. How could you not? It's defined you, shaped you. And to be able to see the significance of who you've become in one area will give you the ability to see who you've become in all areas, your life. And that's the attempt. That's the beauty of this practice. You get one insight on your mat, who you're being on your mat, you bridge that out to your life. Wow, you've got something to work with. And that's the brilliance of these practices. You get one insight. You're able to integrate that one insight. You change your entire life. And that's the attempt. That's what we're attempting to do here. And so again, remember the significance, the number you just gave this. And to use your time here wisely, you can absolutely solve this problem that you have and change your life during our time together, if you choose it. And choose it with your whole body and being is the attempt. If you leave an out, you'll take it, especially when the pressure hits. <laughs> you'll have all the excuses why to exit and avoid the situation. You'll see that on your mat. Mm, I don't like this, Korea. I'm just going to kind of work through it. I don't really like this pose, so I'll just half-ass it. What you're strengthening is a fixed mindset where you avoid and become weak. And to be able to see how you do that on your mat and stop doing it, to create a different mindset, 
that maybe there's something in this resistance I have that will be good for me, a piece of information I need to have. And that's the brilliance of resistance. Oh, it's a brutal teacher. So let this day be about curiosity, who you've become, who you are, who you could be. And to define that as deeply as you can, it's a great pleasure to be with you. I feel your commitment and I appreciate that. I don't say that lightly. So you're here and I feel that from you. And so respect, you're in a good spot and a good place. And so well done placing yourself here. We're gonna practice everybody. It is that time. We'll chant, we'll kriya, we'll meditate and we'll move. See you on the mat.